All right. Hi, Bastard. How are you? How are you? Thank you, everybody, for your patience. Oh, my goodness. I was over here trying to get into this broadcast, and I was having the most problems. So welcome to Mom's Tips and Tea Thursdays. I have a special guest with me today. I'm so excited. My name is Jamika. I'm international author and host. If you are not following me already, please do on Restoration Blueprint on all platforms. But I'm not going to talk too much about me today. My special guest is my pastor, Jerome. He is going to talk to us, give us some great tips on how to be renewed, especially during these times, um, during this pandemic time. I know he has some awesome words. I've known Pastor Jerome since college yeah. days. Oh, yeah. my Go way back. Yeah, we go way, 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 way back. And um, he's always been a stand-up guy. Even on the campus, he was always stand-up. I called him um, my little Martin Luther King back in the day. <laughs> I did, I did. I Martin Luther King because he was, he was about that life. He always stood for what was right and for the people. He was the voice for the campus and for us. And so... You know, I've always admired him. And now he's my pastor. And he has spoken to my life so much. He has given me a lot of words of wisdom. I mentioned him in my book. I'm not going to tell y'all too much, but um, a lot of his teachings has helped me get to the point that where I am now. And I'm able to help other women as well. So, but let him talk a little bit more about himself. And um, get started. We're just going to have a great discussion today. I introduce to you guys, Pastor Jerome Gay Jr. Well, Jamika, thank you. Thank you. I am honored um, for this opportunity to come on here. You know, uh, my uh, myself and my brother, we saw my mom uh, for most, a lot of uh, half of my life, pretty much all of my brother's life, uh, live as a single mom. So I have a special heart for that. I remember, you know, we, uh, as she said, we go way back. I remember where God gave me a word to speak over her life. And this is the manifestation of that. So I just want to first say, you know, I'm happy. I'm proud of you to see you operating in your gifting, seeing you empowering mom, seeing that you are an author, you're an entrepreneur, seeing that everything that you are doing um, as a manifestation of what God spoke in that you knew that even at that time you were a single mom, but you were not alone, that God was with you. He had a plan and purpose and to see you walking into that. Um, I'm just thrilled for that opportunity. So I first want to give you, though, I want to applaud you. Um, you. How you have raised Tyler, how you have been an example. And so first, let me just give you some props before we kind of talk about this. I'm proud of you. I'm thrilled for you. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. God has more for you. He's going to do more through you. And so, uh, again, I'm happy for you. Happy for you. Thank you. I um, appreciate it. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to make sure I said that before we, we kind of dive in there. So, so uh, when when this pandemic hit, you know, it, mm -hmm. it took all of us off guard, right? And so yeah. I, I had to keep coming back to, and I want to just remind the, the moms, just anyone that's on this broadcast, that I had to go back to John 16, 33 where uh, Yeshua declares, he says, you know, in this world you will have trouble, but be of good courage, I have overcome the world. And so while this has shocked us, we, we had a of happiness where, you know, we had all the time, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Church is Vision Church. It's 2020. I'm like, 2020 Vision. We're going to do all of this. And we've been screaming for about five months. Man. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, it didn't necessarily happen the way we thought, but it did not shock God. And so as we think about this, one, one of the things we did was God gave me a word was a peace in a pandemic. And we created this. And so I want to let your viewers know they can get this from our website. I will send you the link as uh, it'll go into more detail on some of the stuff we're going to talk about. So first thing I want to say, I guess primarily, I know men may be on board and and not everyone's necessarily a single mom, but primarily to the single mom. I think the first thing I want to say is that self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. You are spending a lot of time, if you're a single mom, you're you're running from from work to appointments to picking up and in many ways you are always wearing a cape and i want to free you to say that sometimes you need to take that cape off uh there's there's one hero his name is jesus and while you need to do so uh, a lot for so many people you can find yourself running on e and constantly pouring out and so self-care isn't selfish allow yourself some time um, to get away allow yourself time to breathe and allow yourself to use this very important two-letter word no one more time sometimes you need to say no lady say it with me i know it's hard but you can't be everything to everyone and uh, and you have to say it even to your children. You know you have to, but sometimes no is going to protect your emotional stability and your sanity and your spiritual maturity. And so yeah. self care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. And um, and this frees you from living up to the expectations of others mm-hmm. to operate in your plan and purpose. And again, Jamika, you're a testament of that. You know, I've I've seen. You know, we've known each other over a decade. So yeah. I've seen. I've yeah. seen up, yeah. down, back up. Right, <laughs> right. So, yeah. so uh, you know, just I, I just mm-hmm. want to free you and say, you know, self-care is not selfish. Allow mm-hmm. yourself some time to breathe. Be intentional right. about getting away. Um, allow others to to kind of speak into your life. Um, mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Second thing right. I would say is um, think through developing a, a daily routine um, of starting your day off with prayer. That's how I started my day off. I, I put this away. I put this away. Um, so, so there's no alerts and, you know, social media can take up hours of time. But starting the day with meditation and reading scripture, allow yourself a daily routine so that you can begin to develop healthy rhythms. Because uh, one of the things we we did a series called Fatigue, and we talked about how to how to overcome spiritual burnout. And our big idea was this: if you don't manage your time, your time will manage you. And so, in order for your time not to manage you, ladies, I want to encourage you to develop a develop a healthy routine and yeah. stick to it. All of us have none of us are omni gifted. Um, we have to live within the margins of life, and so um, developing that routine will help you cultivate spiritual, mental, emotional, and relational health. That's going to be uh, essential. A good a book I would suggest that we uh we went to a staff walking with our leaders is called um, the elimination the radical um I'm sorry the ruthless elimination of hurry, uh, the ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer. Uh, it was an excellent book about 
you know, fatigue and, and the importance of rest. Uh, the, the Bible puts Sabbath in there as a commandment, not a suggestion, because if we keep going, going, and you keep going and going, just a matter of time before you go off. If you keep going and going and going, mm-hmm. you're going to go off. And so it's just important to do that. Um, I got a couple more. I didn't know if you wanted any questions, Jamika, or you wanted me to go through all of them. Okay. Look, how many do you have? Because you look, I like to write. When he talks, you guys, I take a whole bunch of notes. Okay. So yeah. I feel like I talk in my notebook. I do this in church. I do this during the sermon. Like I'm literally just taking notes. Yeah. And he has so much I want to just talk about. But um let's let's just pause right here and just talk about yeah. what okay. Yeah. So um you said no. That was yeah. number. That was what was the first one? No, no, it was one before that. The first one was self care isn't self care, and within that is you know saying no. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you already know the no. The no was the hard part, and yeah. then you came and you said um, the burnout piece. Yeah. Now that piece right there is definitely um, very tough for moms. You know, mm-hmm. um, just being able to just. You know, and I literally just got to that point. Like sometimes you have to be able to make yourself stop. And even when you say, even for the Sabbath, like I have to make sure I take out that time, even in the morning when I pray, like I have to consciously and say no. Because like you said, we'll just get up and go. Just start so you have to literally just make yourself stop, like stop and say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to take this time out. I'm going to spend it with God. I'm going to plan, maybe plan out my day, you know, kind of think things through instead of being on the move in a rush all the time. But you really have to stop and do that because honestly, for a long time, that's what I did. I just and I just kept going. Never, never stop. Never said no. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Spending long hours at work, coming home, you know, taking care of my son. So yes, I think that's very, 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 very important. Those are great points. Yeah, and I just wanna, I just wanna say um, to the moms, you know, don't feel guilty. Don't let others make you feel guilty about you needing time for yourself. Mm. Uh, people will, people will often take advantage of your kindness. And because they know you struggle with telling them no, and you have to have the resolve to be firm, be firm in your no, and live within your margins. And just, just even me as a pastor, you know, I'm just coming off as radical. That, that's the time for me to say, look, I have to break off and have this time for my family. Right. And I trust Jesus with his, his church, not mine. Right. And so you, you have to trust God with your time. And it's okay. And listen, don't let people use their emotions against you. Don't let don't let them emotionally manipulate you into over committing yourself. When you have that no, that no protects your sanity. It protects you as a mom. It protects your children because people will get everything they can from you and they're gone. And you're left with the residue of, of their drama because you refuse to say no. I want to come back to that and say, it's okay, exercise your no. It's in there. FBS. Let yeah. your no be no. And what that means is in terms of let your no be firm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like that. That's those are great points. Those are great points. Yeah. Go ahead. I just wanted to like piggyback. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have the notebook to write down my notes, so I'm trying to keep it up. <laughs> I'm following your lead. Um, I would say so, so self care is self care. Develop a daily, um, a daily routine of health, and that involves that second one. That involves again um, getting away. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta disconnect to connect. And so connecting from social media, at least maybe think about taking at least one full day off a week. Where people can't inbox like. You're not spending hours, you know, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah. So allow allow yourself that. So so part of that is developing that healthy routine, right. so that here, like when when your mind is cluttered mm-hmm. and you, you didn't say no, you've mm-hmm. overcommitted yourself. Um, it's hard to hear from the Lord. It's right. hard to distinguish His voice from your emotions, from other mm-hmm. people's voice. It's hard. And so developing that routine, starting the day off. Yeah, prayer, meditation in God's word is going to be uh, important because uh, we all have have um, buckets of energy that that we take care of. Um, number three, number three is um, I would say set some specific goals, set some uh, spiritual goals of you know how are you going to grow spiritually? I mean, each year there should be some growth. Even something as small as scripture memorization, God has given us a uh, command to disciple. That was his last word. All of us are called. All of us got the same purpose. Right. I mean, that was to make disciples of all um, So, And that wasn't a coincidence. That was told us to do that. All right, what, what are some, setting some relational goals of people that you can invest into who want to be invested into it? Mm. A lot of moms giving their best energy to people who don't want it, mm. giving their best time to people who won't reciprocate. Mm. And oftentimes you find yourself frustrated because you've given this person emotions, you've given this person time, and in some cases you've given this person money. And it could be a man or a woman, you've mm-hmm. given them all of this. But like, say some will say, I want to point to somebody, I want a mutually beneficial relationship. Right. I'm pouring into them, they're pouring into me. Right. Goals. If you have some debt, get your credit right, um, paying off certain things, denying yourself that you can hit certain financial goals. Right. Um, trying new recipes. I mean, during this time, since a lot of us are home, you know, you, you have maybe you have some more time to try some, some new things. That leads me to number four. That's staying connected. You know, being being intentional about family, friends, your church family, if you have one. That's why we do small groups with our community that virtually um, in our church. We have a virtual women's group, you know, things where people can connect in these ways. And so staying connected is, is going to be key um, because we, we, we're wired that way. When God says man to be alone, that's not a virtual marriage. That's a virtual community and relationship. Right. Because God is the Father, so he's a community within himself. And he's created you and I to, to we need we right. need and uh, you can't do life isolation. Oh, you shouldn't. And praying and praying, say guys some healthy things, some healthy things. Um but some of it you can avoid. Um, yeah. 
by the people you hang around. First Corinthians 15:33 says, bad company mm. character. Wow. You inventory, the bad company in your life. Mm-hmm. Inventory and 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 you gotta be willing to delete some things. Yeah. I'm not saying cut people off the bottom. I'm not saying that. But but I think you know, you got to be healthy and say, like, over time, there who I was tight with mm-hmm. years ago. Right. You barely, barely talk now. now you, you don't necessarily want that, but right. like realizing right. that some relationships are seasonal and mm-hmm. some relationships cannot handle your growth, but that right. doesn't mean that you stifle your growth for them. Right. You, know, you keep progressing. And you can still stay connected. Mm-hmm. You know, but it can be like from a distance. It can be more, I guess you can maintain the relationship better. It doesn't always have to be up close and personal because you do sometimes in order to grow, you do need that space. Yeah, relationships change. Right. You, you may think, you may think in college, you may think that a lifetime partner mm-hmm. and one of y'all get married and then it changes or just whatever things can change and change is not always a bad thing nope it's not always a bad thing no nope. i agree yeah. anybody, that's anybody have any questions out there that's watching yeah. i think those are all some great 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 points um especially with you saying just finding peace yeah and it's been a lot, you know, just for me personally, just coming working from home. I think, honestly, to me, this has been a blessing for me, you know, as a mother. And I'm able to see my son throughout the day. And, you know, he comes downstairs. And when they were in school, he would come downstairs and do his work beside me while I'm working. You know, it gave us more time to talk and build a better relationship. And I felt like I was a little bit more motherly. <laughs> you know, Tyler picks on me. That's my son, everybody. Tyler picks on me when it comes to the cooking, but I was able to cook. You know, I was able to do a little bit more because I was working from home. Well, I'm still working from home, you know, and just being around. Um, I just feel like also I was able to build, like you said, the relationship with my family has become even stronger. Like we've done. Bible study with my mom, I'm doing Bible study with my dad, me and my sister, you know, as a family, we've gotten more into our word together, you know, so just everybody looking, is looking at the pandemic as like OMG, you know, like, uh, but I think it was a time of pause, and especially as a mother, for me, it was definitely a time for pause. I needed to slow down. I needed to look. I needed to reflect. So I think all of those points are really good. And especially getting in that routine. Like I wake up in the morning, I do my prayers, I go for my walk, you know, and then I feel better and I'm ready to start my day off, you know. So those are awesome points. Oh, no, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I just want to say so really where some of us we were defined by our work and some of us were neglecting neglecting our spouses neglecting family and now um 
you're face to face, you're, you're with me longer. And this is why some even some marriages are taking a lot of friction because they were so used to not being in each other's company. Right. Now, now you're home. Right. You really don't know how to talk to people. You, yeah. you, you, you're just kind of checking in and saying, you know, mm-hmm. but now God is forcing us to dig deeper yep. in the surface level. And I think that's a good thing. That's a healthy thing right. to, to really dig in and learn and, and grow. And you're an author. Tell them about your book. Yeah, so um, right, right quick. So that was actually my last thing was, you know, to read a book. Um, yeah. Reading, reading is is one of the ways you can go. Obviously, scripture, but, but we don't we can read out read more than scripture. I think that's the primary thing. But scripture. Uh, so my first book was Renewal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Renewal. Mm-hmm. yeah, put the queen on the cover. Uh, Ruth. Yeah, put the queen on the cover. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I wrote that was my first book. My second book will be coming out soon, but that's a renewal, grace, redemption, and the story. Of you can get that on Amazon. Uh, you get that pretty much anywhere where books are sold digitally. And I got a, you know, soft copy, a Kindle, paperback, or you get the audio book if people uh, just look for it, so they can get that. Uh, but yeah, that last point was read, read a book and allow yourself that time to grow. Reading makes you better at conversation. It helps you to grow personally to kind of just see some areas where you, you may not um, may not see yourself clearly. Reading certain books can help you gain revelation. And for me, reading has just developed a passion for writing. Right. So writing book, getting ready to come out with my second book very soon. Right. And so you know, and then I'm I'm about to work with my kids. I want them to write. I think this this allows a, a legacy. So I want to encourage the ladies out there. And I was a year in author, uh, restoration mm-hmm. Excellent book. If you've been able to share your story and provide a resource, provide content uh, for moms and other people to read. So, yeah, I think reading is a is definitely a good thing. Let me say this: God, I know a lot of a lot of us that don't like to read. This is my challenge: just read ten pages a day. Okay. And guess what? Ten pages a day in thirty days, you probably read one or two books in a month, depending on the length of the book. But just say ten pages and be consistent with it. That's, yeah, that's doable. Say that. Again. I said that's the key word: that consistency. Yeah. Because let me tell you, me and my coworker, because I'll be honest. Um, I used to read a lot a long time ago, but again, as you get in the hustle and bustle of the day, I'm telling you, but now I have a little more time to read. But before then, me and my uh, one of my coworkers, like we challenged each other, just what you said, 10 pages a day, we could not stick with it for nothing, nothing, okay? So that's why, that's another thing. I think this, this time here has allowed me, a more, you know, more time to read, to read. And yeah. being able to go, like my parents, my parents and my sister, like we pick a book, like we had a book or two, and that's what we do. We read by the time the next week comes, we discuss it. You know, we have our Bible study together. So I agree. We do need to read a whole lot more. Yeah. You know, little, little steps, little, just little steps. You know? say, 10 pages a day. That don't, that don't have to be the whole chapter, just 10, 10 pages. Right. right. <laughs> 
progressive, progressively get better is a way to start. But we, uh, the people, we gotta read. Say what? I saw you read a lot of books over your sabbatical, like the picture you posted. I was like, oh my goodness, did you read all of <laughs> I said, oh my goodness. Those well, well, so I, we didn't travel. You know, we couldn't go anywhere. I was supposed to go to California. I was supposed to go to Florida, um, but Corona shut all that down. Some of it, you know, I wrote. Um, I wrote my second book coming out. It's called The Whitewashing of Christianity. Okay. Uh, so it's a lot of history and stuff. So I, I, some of that was connected to that. Um, okay. I read most of. I read most of them. I, I didn't read all of the books cover to cover. Um, okay. Most of them I did, uh, but a lot of them just just starting and, and using. Like one of them is we got a new series called Insane Faith starting, okay. weekend, and I'm I'm excited about that. So I read some stuff on faith. So yeah, that, that's uh, you, you don't get to travel. You got even more time to read. Yeah, you read a lot of books. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Goals for real. I'll get there eventually, but you know, hey, I ordered some more books. After I saw that, I went ordering some more books. I was like, let me get me some more books to read. But um, thank you for those awesome points. If no, if you're just tuning in, he gave some great points. I think the first one was um, slow down. The no, no, take time for yourself. Yeah. Don't care. That's number one. Yep. Self care is selfish. Yep. Take time for yourself. What was our number two? Number two was uh, develop a develop a weekly routine. Yeah, making sure you wake up in the morning. And I'm gonna tell you what helped me with my routine as well. I have a whiteboard in my room, <clears throat> so I write down a lot of stuff. So maybe that'll help. And you have to stick with it daily. Leave. Like daily, I had to, con like I said, consciously make sure I stuck with the same routine each day with getting up, you know, meditating, running, exercising, listening to something motivational. Like that alone helped mm -hmm. your day, you know. So, yes, yeah, that was a great point as well. What was that third point? Number three was just set some specific goals um, spiritually, financially, physically. Um, and relationally. Yeah. That's important in all three areas. Yeah. 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 It's important. Yeah, I took, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I was saying I took I took this time to uh I you know the on the physical front to say I'm gonna work out every day. And every day I'm gonna do some physical activity and I was able to hit I still got some goals I haven't hit yet, but you know, you know, maximize the time. Just use videos. I know the gyms are shut down, but I've been going to the park, running. I'm right. pulling out old workout DVDs and, and doing that sort of thing. My wife and I worked out this morning, um, so we'll do some stuff together. And so, just just taking advantage of the, the different opportunities to to grow. Don't don't waste this pandemic. Right. Don't waste yeah. Yep. You have an opportunity to use this pandemic grow and in ways like never before. Yeah. Come out different, and I think that's important as well. And those goals are write them down. Yeah. Write your goals down. You know, and find that accountability partner. That's important. That account somebody to 
Well, you said you were going to do this. Where we at? Come on, let's get up. Let's get this world with those souls. Okay, what was our next point? No, no, you know what? On, on that, on that, Jamika, that's so good um, because we we need people who love us enough to confront us, and and that's why I said set those relationships. Yeah. Because when you have people who who not who are not always holding pom poms, willing to tell you the truth, yeah. it will expose it yeah. will expose your denial. Right, and I, I have an acronym for denial. I always got acronyms, but, but denial is when you don't embrace necessary interruptions and you apply lies. Oh wow! D e n i a l. When you don't wow. embrace necessary interruptions and you apply lies, you matter yourself. And so we need we need people to get us out of denial. Right. We need we need those relationships. And yeah. here's the thing: if no one can correct you, then you're operating as if you're perfect. You're saying mm -hmm. you're functionally perfect, and right. none of us are. And no. so get out of denial. Don't just stop when you deny. You don't embrace necessary right. interruptions. God is interrupting you through this relationship or through a closed door. Right. Don't apply the lie. Apply the truth where people people allowing those people to speak life to you. Right. Okay. So set those goals. Yeah. And then we said stay connected. That, that, stay that connected. Those relationships, staying close, family and friends. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, America, we, we have over 150,000 deaths. Um, it's about 50,000 coronavirus uh, people are infected it a day. And so this is if you know the phrase give them their roses while they are here. Right. Stay connected. If uh, squash the beef, mm -hmm. if they haven't said I'm sorry, you go ahead yeah. and initiate it. You know, mm -hmm. let's stay connected with people. Right. And then the right people ask God for discernment. Um, not every relationship is healthy, but need relationships. So you know, stay, stay there. And then the last one was just reading. You know, making sure we're reading, and and and, and part of that going back to the goals. I think some of some of you all watching me and listening to us right now, um, Jamika and I both have written books, and God may be challenging you to write too, and and, and maybe reading. Or and I pray that this will encourage you to get started. Jamika did not let being a single mom stop her. She did not having jobs and all the challenges she's had and i know her challenges she's overcome them and now she's literally called a restoration blueprint she's given a blueprint uh, for others to follow and some of you watching you have a story that yeah. god can use and, and you need to get get to right yeah and I, i'm glad that you said that because i'm gonna tell you i was just talking about this with my um my dad and my fiance yesterday how you know as I've been reaching out to like single moms, I don't know if it's cultural or what, but I found that, well, I'm finding that a lot of them don't open up. Okay. Now, I'm in a couple of other single mother groups, <clears throat> diverse. You know, mine has been more geared towards um, Black women. Um, but the group, other groups that I'm a part of are a little bit more diverse and they're very open and they share 
you know. And I found that others don't, we don't share as much with each other, where the sharing, like you said, is our testimony. The sharing will help another mom, you know, instead of us being embarrassed about what we're going through or what's happening in our lives, like you might be able to bless somebody else or somebody else might be able to actually speak into your life if you just open up a little bit. But I found that I'm telling you, they won't, you know, won't budge, won't open, won't share at all. And I think it's just so important to just move that barrier and actually talk about what's happening because it is important what's happening, you know? So that's been like a big thing for me and what I've noticed in this, but I just want a lot of moms to be encouraged to, to don't to don't be embarrassed by your story. Like you went through it for a reason. That's your testimony, you know, and that's what I chose to do as well. I'll never forget when um, Pastor Gay sat me down, y'all. That thing hit me so hard. I would tell y'all, it hit me so hard because I was the same way. I guess that's why it bothers me, you know, just a little bit because I know where I was. I wouldn't ask for no help. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I mean, I walk around, I could be hurting inside. I would not say nothing. He sat me down. He was like, look, Pride cometh before destruction. And I was like, oh man, I think, I don't know why that day that thing hit me so hard, but that thing changed. Like him saying that just like that made me just like break down and open up because I didn't want to destroy myself. I didn't want to destroy my son because of my pride, you know? So I had to start opening up and sharing my story. So I just had to say that, like you said, you know. It's important. I think it's important to share. Let me let me say this. That this is I'm I'm so glad. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like the the, the Holy Spirit led you to say that because it, it brought something to remembrance for me, in particular uh, for uh, our black queens. And so, the black women are the backbone of the black women. And, um, and 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 in many ways, it's because black men. Uh, many of us have, have abdicated our role, and we're not where we're supposed to be. Fatherlessness is a is an issue, right. and then there are more good fathers than bad, but that's an issue. Um, but a consequence of that is that black women have had to wear the strong black woman moniker, but that's not always healthy. Right. You're not always strong. Right. You're, you're, you're not always able to lift and carry that emotional weight. And guess what? You're not meant to. And so uh, I want to free, in particular, black women that watch this, that it's right. okay to be weak. I mean, Paul says his strength is made perfect in my weakness. So what is right. Paul, here's a man saying, look, I'm right. grateful that right. there are times I am weak. Mm -hmm. um, Paul says in in Second Corinthians, right in chapter one, he says, "We were burdened, contrary to popular belief. God will put more in you than you can bear, mm -hmm. so that you can trust Him." Right. So not trying to bench press everything, and so it, it is important that, in particular, uh, this applies to all women, but I, I, I want to talk to black women specifically. Mm -hmm. That you know, 
men, black men, we, we gotta uphold you, we gotta lift you up, we gotta encourage you. Um, and it's okay for you to be weak. You are, you are worthy, you deserve affirmation, and you have purpose. Right. You know what I just said? WAP, that's a new watch. <laughs> Worthy affirmation. Affirmation. Words, affirmation, and purpose. I like that. So, black women, you are worthy. Okay. Black women, we need to affirm you. Okay. And God has given your life purpose. Um, like and, you know, and the last thing I want to say is it is okay because you talked about them not opening up. Mm -hmm. More and more of us need to get counsel. Yeah. In particular, uh, my my black sister, like it, it's okay to get counseling. It's yeah. okay. Um, actually, God has given my brother Malik a vision. He has the whole brother mission, um, mm -hmm. where they, you know, they in particular is focused on black men, right. and providing them funding to get counseling. Oh wow. And, yeah, and I just want to say, you know, it, it's okay. You know, our church. We, yeah. Like at one point, a lot of a lot of you know, our church predominantly black, but we're diverse. But right. uh, a lot of people, but now we've seen the fruit of people right. allowing themselves to be weak and getting counseling. Right. This, you're not meant to hold all that stuff in. Right. Your father not being there affects you. Mm -hmm. Your boyfriend leaving you with that child, it affects mm -hmm. you emotionally. Mm -hmm. Your father leaving his uh, your mom, that, mm -hmm. and you need to process that. Yep. You don't don't and too many of you are trying to you're doing extra hours and you're pushing yourself into deeper depression where you need to process that hurt and that pain with someone yeah. and yeah. it is okay for you to be weak. Yeah. So I just want to um I want to say that to, to black women that, that will watch this and yeah. I pray that that will go viral because yeah. uh, we need to remind you of your worth, we need to affirm and you have purpose. And purpose. That was good. That was good. It was something you said, I think I forgot, but it was, that, that was good. Look, I was sitting here processing everything, but that was, that was, that was really good. That was good because that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely the truth. And uh, that was definitely the conversation that I was having with my dad and my fiance yesterday, because I think it's important, um, especially when it comes down to our kids. And oh, there's something about counseling. I talk about that in my book as well. Um, yeah. I grew up old, old, old school, you know, old school Southern Baptist. You old know. school ain't go to counseling. They told you just go. <laughs> look, look, and I'm like, oh my gosh, because I had the mentality went to counseling that it would lack my faith in God. Mm, like, yeah, that's that's a lot. I went through depression, like depression because I was trying to handle it on my own so I'm glad that you said that like counseling is important you know and then because uh, I'm talking about oh, oh. <laughs> um, counseling is important because it trickles down to our children what we're going through what's happening actually goes down and they feel what's happening through us you know because we're trying to be the strong one when we're hurting inside. But our kids feel that. Because I'm going to tell you to this day, I can walk down them steps and Tyler know exactly what's going on. He know what, it, I don't have to say nothing. The first question he'll say, you all right? Like he knows, like he can feel it, you know? So that's why it's important as moms that we 
get like all of the steps that you said, like take that time out for yourself, yourself, go and get this counseling, you know, and so that you can be a better mom and so that you can be a healthy mom for your children. Like when you neglect yourself, you're neglecting your kids. Yeah. That's, that's so good. That's real. That's real. Hannah Till from the Virgin Islands. Oh, okay. Good evening. <laughs> but yeah, we just given some some great points. Um, Pastor Gay has given some awesome, awesome points. Um, because it's important, and I hope all the moms have taken this in. You wrote these points. I have my notebook today, but I write on it. Telling y'all, I'll be writing down, taking notes when he talking. <laughs> he be saying some stuff. Look, I got CDs from old sermons, okay? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but look, but that's what helped me because you sometimes at some point in your life, you don't need the preach, the preach, you know, you need to teach. And so, you know, I got to a point where he was teaching and it helped me grow a whole, whole, whole lot. So, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Any closing points, Pastor Gang? No, again, I just, I, I, you know, I thank you for this opportunity. Um, I want you to, you know, keep doing what you're doing, keep providing content, a platform, just to encourage, keep being um, salt and light and being an example of an overcomer, one who has overcome, who is progressing, who is thriving. And um, the, the, I think the last thing I would say is, you know, we talked about the counseling and, and then the you know worth affirmation and purpose is that don't let um, whatever brokenness you experience if you're a single mom right. don't believe don't believe the lie that you're not worthy of love. Mm. I think that's important you know, that you 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 are worthy of love. Right. And, right. and don't don't let who left you define mm. you. Um, don't let that brokenness be the wow. determining factor or the, the narrative of your life. Let God wow. and realize. And again, your your testimony of that as well. Um, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to being at that altar with you and, <laughs> and uh, man, Do right, do right. You know how we roll. We, you know, do right. Um, Right. Uh, yeah, but you know, I'm I'm looking forward, and my wife's gonna be there because I know your whole story. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that wedding. Uh, right. Soon. Hey, look, yeah. <laughs> we can probably talk all day, but I'm not gonna hold y'all too long. Yeah. <laughs> you said something else because I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. I remember, um, like you said, your brokenness will make you put up this 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 shield where you don't even want to let nobody in mm. where like you said your past will define you like i told him i i told him i told him i was like look i got the gift to sing i told him told him just like that and he looked at me and said no <laughs> he was like, no, that is not in your life. He told me just straight like that. Like I told him, I was like, look, I got to get the singleness. I was tired. I was, you know, in this space where I didn't even want. I didn't want to like open up to be loved by anybody. You know, I didn't want that anymore because of what I had been through. I had let my past define where I was. You know, so. 
to get to this point is definitely, definitely a testimony of its own because I had everything down, everything down. But yeah, he triggered that whenever yeah. he said, Amen. So, like I, said I was there. I'm not saying, yeah, no man defines you. Like, right. well, some women do have to get like the Bible probably doesn't get the first Corinthians 7, so it is a gift, right? Um, so, I'm not no man defines you, God defines you, and, and your value is not connected to you being right. in a relationship or not. So, I just want to make sure we get that. But, uh, but I, I am saying that if you desire that, that's okay. If you desire right. to be a wife, if you desire. Um, and, and if you already have a child, you're gonna have a family. That is okay. Right. So don't let don't let the man who hurts you define you. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't let him define you. Don't let him write your narrative. Right. Don't, don't let him write your story. Well, that's true. I like that. Awesome, awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to my. Tips and Tea Thursdays, and my special guest, Pastor Jerome Gay Jr., gave us some awesome tips. We will have the replay available on YouTube and on my podcast. So if you missed the beginning, you have time to tune back in. And thank you again. I'm your host, Jamika Marie. You guys have a great evening. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.